Whether it's for work or play, we rely on home internet so much these days. Being connected and staying connected has never been more important. So if you want reliable internet bought you at speed, switch to Aussie Broadband. It only takes a few minutes to sign up and their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Find out more at aussiebroadband.com.au. T's and C's apply. Hi, this is the Dill and Friends podcast. I'm Deborah, Dylan's mum. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you like the show as much as I do. Don't forget to like and subscribe. G'day guys and welcome back to my podcast, Dill and Friends. Sorry about the week off. Um, it's been a big week for myself. I had a big planning week, Jeremy, and um, yeah, it's good to have you on. My, uh, my guest is Jeremy Cameron, if you haven't known, and Jeremy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, mate. I've uh, been very excited for this one. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I know you are a massive fan. Massive fan, yeah. I've listened to the first three and uh, yeah, got a, got quite a few laughs out of it, particularly the Toby and Brett Deledio one. Yeah, Chook, Chook's one wasn't um, as good, but like I said, I had to start somewhere. Uh, mate, it's I, like I said, I have the I one week off. Um, it was a big planning week. Got a lot done. A lot coming up on the podcast. Got some, some really big guests. It was a very big and productive week for myself. Um, you had five weeks off a couple of weeks ago. Did you get Did you get up to much in those weeks? I did have five weeks off. Uh, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't great timing because I start, I felt like I started to, you know, play some good football. Um, and did. coming back from the bye, I already had a week off and got home and saw the family. So uh, to then miss another five wasn't wasn't great. But uh, the body's freshened up and I'm ready to go now. And that it is, mate. You were roaring there at training. You're looking very, very fresh, like a young stallion. Um, Mate, look, let's get the viewers to, um, to know you a bit better. Um, give us a bit of a rundown of, of Dartmoor, and obviously you're from Dartmoor, and um, your journey leading to the Giants. It was, it was a, a strange upbringing for yourself and a strange way to come into to AFL. Yeah, certainly. Um, Dartmoor's a long way from here. Um, it's, when, I, when I describe it to people, I say basically between Melbourne and Adelaide. So um, it's, a, it's a small town. I think 263 people. Oh, well. Maybe 262 now I've gone. But, um, yeah, quite a small town, but everyone's very friendly. And uh, I got into football a little bit late, around 14, 15 years of age. Loved my golf. Uh, played plenty of golf from about the age of eight. Right through to 14, when I started football, I kind of gave that up a little bit. But, um, you know, big into my cricket as well. And then found myself up here in the big smoke. That's it, mate. And what are the, what are the massive changes from Dartmoor to, to Sydney that you can relate to the most? Yeah, I think I think the traffic's a big one. Yeah, yeah there's uh, there's not even traffic lights in Dartmoor, so uh, we've got one roundabout. Uh, but that, that's a big one for me. You know, I still I've been up here eight years now, and it still annoys me, and I get frustrated driving home from training. So I don't know how the boys do it driving back over to the east. Yeah, we do, and it is beautiful in the east. We do love the east. He lives over there, and it's um it's fantastic. So shout out to all those people of Paddington. Um, it is a great neighbourhood. I am the Prince of Paddington, and I've been um, nearly knighted down there. So it is fantastic. Um, mate, massive news. People normally like to actually go back to where they're from, and people always say we don't like to forget where we come from. Um, in your case, it, it's a little bit different. Apparently, you have not been back to Dartmoor since <laughs> you got picked up eight years ago. I don't know who's uh, I don't know who's told you that one. Uh, probably Toby or someone, but um, it's not true. No, I, I love getting back there, mate. I love getting back there and catching up with everyone and, um, you know, getting out for a bit of a camp and a bit of a fish and, and um, you know, 
get out onto the the farmland and have a look around so it's I, I, I miss the place quite a lot so I don't know who's told you that one mm, okay sorry about that sometimes the um the the information coming in is a bit swerved so um apologies um mate you did touch on it you love your boating camping fishing and we know that about you you're massive into the uh the outdoors the outback and um there is one amazing story that i've heard a couple a couple of seasons ago um it's it involves Dawson Simpson like a lot of these stories do um positive and negative Dawson Simpson um and a bit of a boating incident that might have occurred um on a fishing trip can you talk us through that one yeah it's a it's a it's a bit of a story uh how long do we have mate we all day all day yeah we uh it, it first started actually it was Dawson's birthday uh the night before um and <laughs> we've gone out for a few celebration drinks and uh Dawson's asking me why I'm not having too many beers and it, it's because I wanted to go fishing the next day. I wanted to get out on the vessel. Uh, I bought the boat off my old man and was very keen at this stage and, and Dawson got into me a bit about not drinking but so did everyone else but um, you know, I stuck to my guns and ended up getting him to come with me. So I picked him up the next morning about 5, 5.40 in the morning, very early, got down to the boat ramp. Early bird um, gets a worm. That's it. Or the fish. And... Uh, <laughs> We <laughs> we uh, we set off and uh, caught a bit of bait before the sun came up. Got out there and it was pretty slow. Yeah, it was. We were fishing off North Head, um, off Sydney there, and um, it was a you know it wasn't too rough, but there, there was a few little you know waves getting about. Uh, we were poking around out there for quite a while and had no luck at all. Um, so we uh, we busted out a couple of packets of barbecue shapes and. Uh, <laughs> Just as Dawson, you know, stuck his hand in the in the barbecue shapes, one of the rods took off. So we're onto them, and um, it might have took two, three hours, but started to catch a few fish. Um, right when this started happening, um, Dawson yelled out and screamed like a wave. Um, I didn't know what he was getting at at first, but when I turned around, I, I saw what was a wave building. Um, and as it got closer and closer, I tried to start the motor really quickly, uh, but... But time ran out and I, it happened so quick and the wave swamped us. So <laughs> it, was a, uh, it wasn't a great start to the Sunday morning, but um, the boat sunk. We, we did have to jump off and, and It's a pretty swimming. scary story though, wasn't it? Because the boat did actually sink. It did. It did actually sink. So, and you're um, off the coast by how far? Yeah, well, off the coast, we, from the boat ramp, it's probably about five or six k's. Um, but... If you ever fly into Sydney, you see the rugged coastline, and we were just down below the cliffs, so not far from the rocks. Um, you know, <laughs> about five, five, ten metres off the rocks we were by the time oh, the boat yeah. sunk, and um, we really had to get out there. It was quite daunting at the time. It took a couple of weeks to get over, but we're, we're still here, so... Yes, and thank God you are, because uh, otherwise we wouldn't have had a, a fourth guest on the podcast. Um, back, back to that story, though. Who... Who was the main one to you reckon there to, to save um, each other's lives? You know, it's fight or flight. Um, you're both big country men. Um, did you save him or did he save you? I like to I like to say I saved Dawson. Um, he was he was very quick to save himself. I must say, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the boat actually filled up full of water and was still sort of floating, but under the surface. So I was I was in, you know, up to my hips in water. And um, as I turned around to ask Dawes if he was all right, he was already 50, 60 metres from the boat and swimming <laughs> out of the waves. So, um, you know, he saved himself pretty quickly. But, um, you know, you see it on those movies, the, the captain, um, you know, sort of has to go down with the ship and 
the last minute I bailed on that because um, I thought of my dog Billy and had to get home. Body oath. And, and from that as well, obviously Dawes is having a new daughter soon. Um, a daughter or son, sorry, is having a child. Do you think that you're a chance to be the godfather after saving his life? I could be. I haven't I haven't asked him the question yet, but um, I you might think that to, it would. You'd think that that's you think a, that a given. Just, yeah, if, if Dawson's listening in, um, you'd think he'd probably ask me very I'm soon. I'm sure he would be. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a massive fan of the show. Um, you, you touched on Billy as well, your you beautiful GSP. What a fantastic dog he is. And um, if he was on the boat with you, it would have been pretty scary. Lucky he wasn't. But Billy is probably one of the most amazingly trained dogs I've ever seen. Yeah, well, um, yeah, he is a great dog. I've had him... It was actually his birthday on um, Sunday, so happy yes. birthday to Billy. Happy he's, birthday, he's, two he's, years he'd old. He'd be sitting at home listening. He, so. he surely would. Um, yeah, he's two years old, but, yeah, he's a great dog. He's, uh, you know, got a lot of energy, as all GSPs do, but, um, you know, my good friend Dawson, who we've spoken about, um, yep. he owns... He did own two, um, and he's got one now, Trigger. Trig. So. Trig. Yeah, they play him. often, um, you know, at the park. Yeah, and I, you do want to, I have a dog as well, you know that? Yeah, I do know that. My yeah, dog I've likes going to the park of, as well. A lot of um, Instagrams of you at the park. I, know, yeah. I haven't been invited to that park. Well, technically, me being new at, at Giants, I would have thought that maybe you guys had invited mm-hmm. me to a few more of those dog parks. That's fine. I, I, my dog likes playing by itself anyway, so um, <laughs> that's fine. Um, growing up, I suppose, as well, your love for dogs obviously came from Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you've done a bit of homework. Yeah, I, uh, I, I do love dogs, and um, when I was when I was a bit younger, I, I did have a dog called Tammy. Uh, she was a great dog. Yeah, she was a great like, dog. She used to smoke the golf ball about 150 meters onto the green, and and she used to bring the golf ball back to me and drop it at my feet. So. I was actually about to touch on that the golf ball story, but you did beat me to it. You did used to hit the golf balls, and Tammy would retrieve them for you. She was, she was a, uh, what they call a man's best friend. Yeah, yeah, certainly was. Um, you know, she she used to work hard and and never really used to give up either uh, used to get right out there and wait for the golf ball to land quite often right next to the hole and then and then bring it all the way back she was a beautiful girl and shout out to um all, all our listeners dogs out there we know we are a massive dog podcast and we do love we do love dogs um jez as you said you're a massive fan of the show uh last week last episode sorry i did put out a bit of a, a competition um it was for the best pump up of the show a bit of a shout out um and we have a winner it is uh, Young Jack, uh, a massive fan of the podcast. Um, he did win, um, purely not because he was the only person to send one in, but just because <laughs> I did love the shout-out. So here it is. Hey, Dylan Buckley, it's me, Jack, your biggest fan, and I'd like to tell you you're a legend, and I love listening to your podcast. There's nothing else I'd rather do on earth than listen to them. You're the funniest person on earth. Oh, sorry, no offence, Mum and Dad. Um, also, you're my favourite player, and I've never stopped watching you ever. Jez, there's another um, funny fact about yourself. You touched on it before. You were a massive, massive cricket fan. Yeah, I was. I have seen you at the club throwing the arm over. It's impressive to watch. It's, uh, yeah, I, I'm a bit rusty uh, because I love I loved my golf, but we can still play that, you know, in our, in our days off. So cricket, you know, it's gotten a bit rusty over the time. Brett Deledio loves getting in there and, and rolling his arm over as well, as, along with Tomo. But, um, you know, it's a bit of fun we have here at the club. Doesn't he? What? And those, those boys just, they roll them over better than, better than most. Um, it's, a, it's a pleasure to watch. Um, the Ashes are coming up. I know you're, you were a massive fan of the Ashes. Again, one of the boys has filled me in that, you di- that it is true. Is it true? You did not miss one ball. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. That's a lot um, of cricket. 
yeah, it's uh, I, I've sat up, you know, a lot of times watching golf and cricket over the years and, and cricket's a massive one, so I love the summer and I'm looking forward to the next Sydney summer, that's for sure. Oh, mate, me too. I'm getting into the cricket now, I've been up here. I, I, growing up, I was never really exposed to it, but gee whiz, it's just been exciting and how Australian troops are just going out there at the moment. Um, <laughs> we have got... I'm a massive fan of the way Mitch Dark and, and Nathan and Lyon go, Nathan Lyon go about it. Um, Absolutely fantastic cricketers. From all reports, massive fans of the podcast as well. So shout out to them if they are listening. We'd love to get them on in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully we can make something happen. Thousands of Aussies trust Aussie broadband to keep them connected to the world, even when they're on the go. Because as well as reliable home internet, Aussie broadband also offers flexible mobile plans with super generous data allowances and no locking contracts. Their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help you make the switch. It only takes a few minutes. Aussie broadband, the actual Aussie way. Search Aussie Broadband Mobile to find out more. T's and C's apply. Um, now, Dawson Simpson, as I said before, he comes up again a lot. Um, there's a fanta- another great story that I've um, come across um, with you and Dawson. Um, and, it, and it occurred over a, a game of pool. Yeah, yeah, this is another um, another story. It always seems to be around Dawson. It always it? seems it's... that he's coming off a bit better off as well. Yeah. <laughs> He does. He he somehow comes out of it better off. But um, yeah, that was it. That's another good story. You want me to go right into that one, do you? Yes. Um, so this was on uh, Wacky Wednesday, I think. Yep. Um, great day. Yeah, it was a great day, and um, we're sitting there having a few quiet drinks. Um, as you do. As you do, and we drinking responsibly, might I add? Yeah, we were. We were, and things. Um, you know, things were. You know, starting to, we we're getting to the end of the night, and uh, start, things were starting to slow down a little bit. And um, myself and Dawson thought we'd have a bit of a bit of a bet um, against each other on a game of pool because that whole that whole year we do have a pool table at the club. That yes. whole year, everyone was in there, you know, playing each other. And my, myself and Dawson always playing against each other. So um, yeah, we put a little wager on on the game. I wouldn't um, I wouldn't say it was little. It wasn't little. Uh, it, looking back, it wasn't little. Um, and, you know, we, uh, we, we mentioned to a few people that, you know, to get, gather around this table because there's a little wager on, on, on the game and, um, you know, there's a bit to play for here, so it should be interesting viewing. So just to confirm, the wager was if you win... If I win, yeah. You get Dawson Simpson's car for the whole off-season. And he loves his car. He loves his car. And he, and he did need it. He had a lot of trips planned uh, for the for the whole off-season. I was looking forward to driving his car if I'd won. And if he won? If he won, it was um, it was a $10,000 <laughs> check. <laughs> a yeah. $10,000? $10, it was. It was. And it was... So you were pretty confident. Done. You were pretty confident that you were going to be getting the car? I was 100% confident. And um, you, were, you were pretty much up... <laughs> The whole game, I was, I was. So there was, you know, a few people started to gather around the table, and then as word got out, um, more and more gathered around. So you know, I started to actually get a little bit nervous. A bit um, of a pinch. So I went from, <laughs> I went from being very, very confident to hang on. There's, you know, 30, 40 blokes watching on around this table. I'm starting to, you know, shake at the knees a little bit, <laughs> and it really got to me. I was up. Um, I was up by about four or five balls, um, and I only had the black to go and uh Dawson I, ga- I think I gave him two shots um remembering you know we, we had had a couple of drinks um, <laughs> but 
I think I gave him two shots and I thought, you know, that he, he's going to waste one somewhere and, um, and then I'll get another crack at it and tap in the black. But he didn't. He potted out. He potted straight out and hit five balls in oh the row. Oh, my God. And it was a, from all reports, it was a pretty much onto the online banking transfer within a couple of minutes. It was, yeah. It was all done and dusted within about maybe two minutes. So... Um, yeah, it was tough. It was it was it was quite tough. I um, Dawson, I must add, um, Dawson. The next day we had a boat cruise, um, and everyone was invited. And there was a lot of hungover guys on that boat that day. Uh, but Dawson was Feeling very very fresh. up and ab- up and about. So is it is it a bigger indictment on yourself for offering the ten grand, or for him for taking it? Yeah, I, he he did mention he had the. You know, he, he felt a little bit sorry, I, I, I feel, at the time. I could just hear it in his voice, but... Um, a bet's a bet. Then he, yeah, he, he proceeded to mention that he had a wedding coming up um, in the near future and, you know, um, he needed to buy some pretty flowers and, and make sure that was set. So, um, yeah, the rest is history, I guess. Well, we hope it was a good wedding. Sorry I couldn't make it to that one, Dawson. Um, I'm sure from all reports it was a good wedding, but, um, yeah, wouldn't have known. Mate, um, back to a bit of footy. Um, fantastic crew so far You know, many more years to come um, Love watching you play Love love being able to play alongside of you um, Early in your career though as well was, It was a great start um, In such a team that wasn't winning many games You were all Australian in your second year And you won the BNF in your second year What do you put down to now As the demise of your career so far It's gone downhill sour <laughs> since then um, You haven't been able to reach those those heights, those heights since again. yeah yeah no it's uh yeah it's thanks for mentioning that uh firstly it's uh something i think about a lot um so no nah, i don't know it's it was it's a bit surreal really uh i didn't think i'd be playing football at the highest level um you know at the start so just to make it was a massive for me and then um uh, in my second year to have such a good season when we weren't going too well um you know it was it was kind of a, a little bit different. It was a bit interesting, but uh, very exciting. I had a lot of fun uh, that year, and ever since, as you as you mentioned, um, you know, it's only gone south. So hopefully, no. I can get back to there someday. Soon. <laughs> no, no, you know, I'm joking there, Jeremy. I, you are. Uh, you've got good things destined. I, I know that um, for a fact. I see the way you go about it. Very excited for you this weekend up at the MCG, your spiritual home, and I know you'll um, be having good good fun this weekend. Um, another funny. Little story that's happened recently is um, normally when I get the show on, if the, the the guys are eligible bachelors, I'll make that known. But um, in your case, you are recently loved up. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had a funny feeling this might just pop up somewhere along the podcast. Um, but uh, are we running out of time? Are we? No, we're not. We've oh, got plenty of time. A bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Heaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I am. I am. It's all. Um, it's all happened very quickly, actually, recently. So you know what they say, mate. When love hits you, it hits you like a ton of bricks. Yeah. So um, you know, I've been. I've been watching The Bachelor and that um, <laughs> quite a bit. So um, you know, hopefully the the badge finds um, the girl of his dreams as well. Yeah, exactly. And for those playing at home, as they do, your new girlfriend, Indy, beautiful Indy. Um, and you know, I actually knew Indy. Yeah, back in a previous life. Yeah, yeah we're good friends from back in the day. Um, she forgot about me when she moved to Sydney, but that's fine. Moving on, <laughs> she's she's gone on to do better things. Um, it, this relationship wasn't always public knowledge. Um, I've got to set the scene. Indy is the sister of Ryan Griffin's wife. 
Yes, I think that's right. Yeah, that's, so that's... Ryan Griffin being our teammate, yeah, one of your best friends at the club, yeah, if not your best mate at the club, yeah. You were sneaking around behind his back, <laughs> dating his wife's younger sister. Yeah. Now, yeah. there's a funny story that you scared poor Jazz half to death, which is Indy's sister, one night. Yeah. Um, Indy was living out the back in the house of uh, where they live, and um, you were sneaking up the back alleyway for a few nights there, here and there, to catch up with Indy. Um, and poor Jazz was walking out one night, heard the footsteps, heard someone jump in the back fence. Um, <laughs> nearly tried to call the cops. She's thinking someone's broken in. Literally, they find out a few months later, it's actually you um, had been sneaking around there most nights to um, catch up with Indy. Yeah, you really did set the scene there. Um, yeah, so that's, that's how the story goes. Yeah, I, um, you know, Ryan, and, Ryan is one of my best mates um, at the club, um, and he has been since he got here, and... You know, I spend a bit of time over there. He invites me over for, a, you know, a quiet barbecue here and there and, um, you know, dinner. He's invite you around, does he? Four or five times a week. Oh, right. <laughs> no, I didn't think he had many of the boys around just because yeah, I Yeah, he, he has quite a... Yeah, most of the boys have been oh. there, I think. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I, was, I jumped the fence a couple of times and, you know, I was always on in his back. Like, we, we have to say something like, <laughs> they're going to find out. I, I don't want to be halfway over this fence one night and, 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 you know, Ryan's there looking at me or... You know, um, it started to creep me out a bit when their dog, Baya, um, used to smell me. And she, she used to go out, you know, for a toilet break and I'd peep around the corner and, and the dog would actually know I'm there. Uh, that was quite stressful. Yeah. But this one night, um, yeah, I think Ryan was away somewhere and, and Jazz, Jazz, oh, Baya ran outside because she knew I was there and knocked something over and it fell over and smashed. And um, Jazz hearing that comes outside and I'm like halfway over this fence, cobwebs all over me because I couldn't see because it's so dark. Um, and then I bail. I bail because I hear Jazz walking like right next to where I sort of am. So I bailed over the fence. There's no next door neighbours, by the way. Um, it's a vacant house. So um, I wasn't trespassing too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, um, I got out there really quickly and Jazz obviously heard um, this happening. Um, so is that is that how they ended up finding out I, this was happening, or did you actually come in and nah, together? So you... it was um, it was quite a it was still a, probably a month or so after that they found out. Um, but straight away I get home and I'm like I call Indy and I'm like we're going to have to say something here because like this has obviously happened. It's 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 not the best scenario for me to you know be firstly trying to get past the other next door neighbour who is quite often sitting in his lounge room I've, I've, I've pretty much watched whatever he's watched um, you know for a few nights there but um, and the, yeah I didn't want to get found out through them and then you know I wanted to do the right thing and tell Ryan as well so um, yeah J- Jazz was stressed out for about a month but she knows now so I think we're all good it is fantastic and I suppose you can all play happy families it all works out well Christmas will be good fun Christmas will um, be great fun many yeah. good years to come in that's no. Yeah, yeah. I uh, Gris looking forward to it. So um, well, everyone's a winner, I think. And I've, I've, now that it's all out, it's all so. it's all happy. I hope so. Have you met the parents? I have. Yeah, I have. So fantastic. Um, Shout out to them. I'm sure they'll be listening. They would be. Um, all massive fans. Pretty big back in Melbourne. So um, yeah, it's been good. <laughs> Cheers. Um, I've got a bit of a surprise for you. You do. Um, one of your one of your biggest heroes. And also, I found it recently, is a massive fan of yours also. Uh, Jonathan Brown. John O'Brown, yeah. We've got a shout-out from John O'Brown for you. Do we? Do we really? Well, there you go. We haven't actually got it yet, but um, we're going to get that. And we'll just oh, so you don't, you don't actually have No, it's going to come... But you just said we, you do. No, it will be... You're 
Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to be getting that. It's coming. And um, the shout out will be now. And then I just need you to come back and pretend how surprised you are. What, what, what happens if um, John A doesn't... Well, if he doesn't get it, it... If he doesn't want it. I'm leaving this in if it doesn't happen. If he doesn't get it, yeah. We'll... Um, I don't know. We'll have to research something there. I'm sure he will. He's a good fan. He's a big fan. Well, yeah, Jonathan Brown, thank you so much, mate. Um, yeah, also a massive fan of yours. Um, and I uh, appreciate you saying those kind words. Yeah, thanks so much, Jono. That's, um, that's very kind of you. Um, you know, obviously you've been a big fan for a number of years um, throughout your whole career. And, um, yeah, very excited to uh, catch up with you again. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, Jeremy, look, mate, that's all we've got time for today. Again, it's been absolutely fantastic. I'm sure um, the fans would have loved that episode. Um, Learn a lot about you, not just as a, a footballer, but as a person. Um, you've got some questionable morals there with your friends sometimes, but I'm sure um, the good of your heart really in the end prevailed. And um, you found love. Um, you found love not for just for Indy, but for um, your boating, camping, fishing, Billy, and, um, and my podcast. So thank you very much again, mate. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. And for everyone out there, thanks again for tuning in. Um, awesome episode, as per usual. Um, if you want to find out more about myself or the podcast, at Dill Buckley on Instagram. Um, don't forget to be yourself because everyone else is taken and big things to come. Thanks, guys. Um, we forgot one part, though. About yeah, the, keep going. I'll put it, put it in somewhere. Yeah, I can just... Because we, we just cut it up and we put it yeah. in. Um, I'll put it somewhere. What part? Oh, this is just about. I'm doing a shout out for Rick's eyewear, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, is he actually going to give you anything? Yeah, I've got Sunnies. Oh, okay. But I'm going to tell him to be sending Jeremy a pair as well. We're like, you've got to send him a pair. <clears throat> um, you said before, you touched on moving up to Sydney. Um, it's a beautiful place up here. The, the climate's extremely hot, extremely sunny, especially out in the west. Um, west is best, as they say. And it, it is a lot. It is pretty um, hot out here. A lot of the boys do get good tans, as myself. I've moved up from Melbourne, and I'm looking absolutely tip top at the moment. Um, but yourself, you've been here for eight years, um, and you are yet to actually have any change of colour. You are probably fluorescent white. Um, it actually hurts my retinas sometimes <laughs> looking at your body in pre-season, um, which is why. The kind, kind people at Rick's Eyewear have actually sent me some sunglasses. Oh, they have? They have. The new range, Rick's. You've heard of Rick's? Yeah, I've heard them, yeah. Some of the best sunglasses in the nation at the moment. They are absolutely flying. They've got their fantastic new range out. Um, it dropped last week, so make sure you, you check it out. Um, at Rick's Eyewear on Instagram. Um, they sent me a pair, and they said to me, Dill, we love the podcast, we're massive fans of it, so whoever comes on my podcast from now on, free pair of sunglasses, mate. So, Jezza, Um Tune in, you're getting a free pair of sunnies. Oh, how good's that, mate? I need them, I need them. I've got wrinkles everywhere because I don't wear sunnies, so I need a new pair. Thanks for that, Ricks. Thanks, Ricks, and thanks, um, Tommy Sheridan, for that, mate. The CEO down there at Ricks, he's doing a great job, and um, we, we, love the, we love the way they go about it.